At Bryan Health, we care for patients, educate tomorrow's health care providers, motivate our community with fitness and health programs, and collaborate to continually improve how we serve others. That's why we are proud to present another Bryan Health podcast. Here's Melanie Cole. Malnutrition can affect people in every country around the globe. People tend to think of it as only being underweight, and you might not think of it as being overweight as well, but you still can suffer from malnutrition. My guest today is Dr. Nancy Hackle-Smith. She's the clinical nutrition manager at Bryan Health. Nancy, what is malnutrition? Well, Melanie, like you said, malnutrition is disease-related when we are talking about it in developed countries like the United States. So it is not because of a lack of food, but it is more related to someone having a disease or illness. And so simply defined, malnutrition is a lack of proper nutrition. It's just when our bodies do not receive the right amount of nutrients in the right amount. A couple important facts about malnutrition is that, as you said, it can happen to anyone at any weight. It doesn't matter if you're underweight, overweight, or obese. If you are going through a serious illness or recovering from surgery and not eating the right amount of protein, calories, and nutrients to meet your body's needs, you can become malnourished. Secondly, while malnutrition is a problem in people with chronic conditions, it is especially common in older adults. As a matter of fact, research shows that up to one in two older adults are at risk for malnutrition or are malnourished. And this is especially, we see this in hospitals where anyone in the hospital that is battling an illness and surgery can become or are malnourished. So if you have an ongoing health problem, are recovering from an illness or surgery or a hospital stay, it is important to understand the warning signs of malnutrition, how it affects the body, and steps you can take to prevent and treat it. So it's really a concern for the elderly as well, something we all need to be considerate of. So speak about the warning signs of malnutrition and what elderly loved ones might notice or someone might notice in themselves? So when we are sick, and especially the elderly, our bodies actually need extra nutrition because when we are ill, we are just burning more calories. And if you don't get this extra nutrition, your body starts to break down the protein in your muscles and uses that as fuel. And that is not what we want to happen. That is not normal. We do not want to use the protein in the muscles as fuel. In addition, when we are ill, we may lose our appetite. We may be experiencing nausea or vomiting, and we tend to eat and drink less than normal. So we are not eating at a time when our nutritional needs are higher due to illness. So malnutrition results in loss of muscle. This increases our risk of falling, infections, it slows the recovery from illness, and it decreases our energy energy or our strength and makes it harder to stay independent, active, and take care of ourselves. So tell us a little bit about some of the ways that we can possibly prevent malnutrition. Well, the best way to prevent malnutrition is first we 
want to make sure we are eating a healthy, balanced diet and one that is especially high in protein. And secondly, we want to make sure we're getting regular physical activity because when we combine the protein we eat and exercise, this helps build and repair our muscles. And this is crucial for staying fit for everyday activities. I want to review five steps that one can follow to help identify, treat, and prevent malnutrition. The first is understanding what malnutrition is. The second one I want to focus on a balanced diet. I'm going to suggest that people go to www.choosemyplate.org for the Food Guide Pyramid. It's a great guide to how you can eat healthy. You want to eat all the foods from the food groups on the food guide pyramid. And I want to spend a little bit of time on focusing on protein first. It is recommended that we include protein at every meal. And why this is important is because as we become older, we progressively lose muscle and weakness. So as we age, we need more protein to combat the natural progression of muscle loss and weakness due to aging. How much protein do we need? As we get older, it is recommended that we need 30 grams of protein at each meal. And and it is important to spread it over breakfast, the noon meal, and the evening meal because it is better utilized in maintaining and repairing our muscle. So this comes out to about three to four ounces of protein at a meal. And of course, there's all kinds of sources of protein. It comes from animal products such as your lean meats and fish and eggs. It comes from plant sources such as your nuts and seeds and beans and peas. And so to get 30 grams of protein, we want to eat about three to four ounces at each meal. If we look at that three-ounce portion of meat, that would be about the size of a deck of cards, a fourth pound of hamburger or a small steak. If you have a sandwich, you could have two ounces of meat, an ounce of cheese, and a glass of milk, and that will give you about 30 grams of protein. You can also incorporate beans into salads and soups and rice dishes, add peanut butter to crackers, add more egg whites or cheese if you are making eggs, cook with milk instead of water. You can add milk powder to your soups and cereals and your fluid milk, and you can add nuts and seeds to casseroles and breads. Some people should include protein between meal snacks especially if they are eating small amounts at each meal. And then, of course, there are always nutritional supplements or protein powders that you can get, and they are a great source of protein and calories. A point I want to make is if you are ill and you're losing your appetite, a calorie is a calorie. Don't worry about the nutritional guidelines for short term. Just eat whatever you can, but try to really concentrate on nutrient-rich foods. A third thing is know your weight and weight history. It is very important that 
you weigh yourself once a week and you keep a record of this. And when you visit your doctor, if you come to a hospital, that you are able to share what is happening with your weight. This is very important information for us to provide you with good nutrition. Another thing that we want you to know is your intake so that you know if you've been eating less than 50% over the past week, that also is very important information for us to have because weight loss and a poor PO intake are the two biggest warning signs of malnutrition. Finally, I just want to give you a few resources for you to go to to get some help to stay healthy. As I mentioned, the choosemyplate.gov. There's also, you could go to choosemyplate.gov slash protein, and that'll take you directly to the protein foods. There's, um, if you Google my plate daily checklist, that's another PDF, that's a good reference. And finally, another reference that I have found that is very good for the elderly is the National Council on Aging, and that is N, as in Nancy, COA.com. Lots of great information for the elderly, facts about malnutrition, and just nutrition in general. Another source, of course, is your doctor or your registered dietitian. Talk to your doctor if you or a loved one is experiencing limited interest in food or are eating poorly and unintentionally losing weight. To contact a registered dietitian in your area, you can go to eatright.org and find a dietitian in your area. So wrap it up for us, Nancy, with your best advice about malnutrition and what you want the listeners to take away from this message about warning signs for themselves or their loved ones, what they should be on the lookout for, and your best advice about prevention. The two most important warning signs of malnutrition to watch for are weight loss and inadequate food take. Don't wait too long before weight loss becomes too serious. Remember, when you are ill, your body needs extra nutrition for fuel. So make sure you are eating a balanced diet with extra protein. This is very important to maintain lean muscle and strength, support your immune system, and help you recover more quickly from illness or surgery and to help you better respond to medical care. And don't forget how important protein is. I cannot overemphasize that to including it at breakfast, your noon meal, and your evening meal. Make nutrition a part of your regular doctor checkups and hospital admissions. This is very important information for us to have to take care of your nutritional needs. Thank you so much, Nancy, for being on with us today and sharing your expertise about malnutrition, and a special thank you to our podcast partner, Samson Construction. This is Brian Health Podcast. For more information on healthy living, please visit brianhealth.org. That's brianhealth.org. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.